Hi folks, Happy New Year, and welcome to the continuation of Friday Night History, Season 2. This episode is a little bit meta in terms of its subject matter, but stay with me. I promise it'll make sense. Meanwhile, thank you for your patience in this post-holiday lull as I catch up with unfinished tasks. Your support continues to make all of this possible. Thank you for being the wind beneath my wings. Hello, denizens of the internet! This is Dr. Nairi A. Bakalyan, and you are listening to Friday Night History, your favorite historical romp with your favorite history dyke. Number 45, Season 2, Episode 12. The book, the book, tell us about the book. It's the damnedest thing. I've been doing this podcast for over a year, and as a thread for even longer. And for the longest time, I've been getting a very familiar refrain from a lot of you wonderful folks out there in listener land. Hey Doc, you say, so when's your Bushing War book coming out? You'd think I'd buy a clue, but as ever, I am the archetype of the clueless lesbian. It isn't that I haven't had one in the works, mind you. My focus has been instead on revising my dissertation. My dissertation, as many of you are already aware, addressed the Northern Alliance, which was led by House Date of Sendai. My dissertation explored the deep roots of regional semi-autonomy that manifested themselves through the alliance during the Boshin War. But it's been getting nowhere, and I keep stalling and not actually writing or revising. This is a problem, and as you very well know, as much as I do, books don't write themselves. But the more I think of it, the more I come to the same inescapable conclusion. I need to redirect my efforts here. My first reason for this is that I don't write like that anymore. My style's evolved since 2017, and thank goodness. Starting over in my current style, rather than making myself write in my former style, seems a lot less exhausting. My second reason, related to the first, is that a PhD thesis is written for the sake of earning a credential, rather than for the sake of broader publication. Even if I were to have stayed in academe, the standard there is to revise it for readership by academe at large, rather than for just a thesis committee. My third reason is that do you really think there's a press catering to the general public that is willing to publish a PhD thesis, even a revised one? I don't think so. This is a rather significant point of contention for me. I get a surprising number of people who ask, do you have anything published, and mean, do you have any peer-reviewed articles or books published by an academic press? And the answer is no, and I don't want to. I don't want to publish through an academic press because academic presses from all I've seen tend to price things unreasonably high and thus make them unaffordable to most lay people who might otherwise have an interest. I think it'd be better to maintain my academic rigor and look for a press which will actually let people afford my work. So why make my first book about the Alliance? Why not write about the war as a whole, the way people have been asking me to do all this time? Ergo, my decision. 
Why change tack and write a more general narrative history on the war as a whole? Because, dear listener, the Alliance is a pretty specialized topic. And before I write a book about it, and I really do still want to, it seems that I'd better start by filling the yawning gap in the English language literature and write on the war as a whole. Before you have this specialist conversation, you need to set the stage. And that's just the thing about the English language writing on the war. There's been writing that intersects with it, or mentions it, even in academic monographs, but no book-length history of the war exists. Yet. So what does this have to do with the podcast, I hear you ask? Inasmuch as I get other regular, long-form, non-fiction writing practice via the work I do for Unseen Japan, Friday Night History remains a regular, usually weekly exercise of getting north of 1,500 words out every week. So I think this is a good place to get Project Boshin going. A lot of what I'm going to be using in terms of sources I used in my dissertation already, so I'm not starting from zero. Over the years, between undergrad and grad school, I've collected a personal library that's helped my work a lot. Academic libraries have offered still more, but I'm fortunate in having as many books amassed in English and Japanese as I do, given that I no longer have access to academic libraries. The great news is that I now know of many more online and free-to-read sources. Archive.org is one, JSTAGE is another, and some sources I can access through my public library that I did not know I could, most notably JSTOR. There is a lot I can call on now that I couldn't before. Putting it in podcast form will not only result in an early draft for the book I can expand on, it will also better help me in general to know how to sum up the war concisely. A quote that's often ascribed to Richard Feynman says that if you can't explain something to a beginner, then you haven't understood it. So this is also a way for me, a former academic, to stay in shape with explaining things simply and concisely. All of that to say... Season 2 of Friday Night History is getting a course change. We're going to talk about the Boshin War. Obviously, this will be a multi-part series, and I expect it'll be about a ten-part story, starting from an intro that sets the stage for the lay of the land in the closing days of 1867. Because this is going to grow into a book, though, I'm going to change some of my usual approach. Scripts will be a patron-exclusive at the $3 a month level on up over at Patreon, and on the Twitter side, I'll be opting for shorter summary threads. But the Patreon's been in need of a slight retooling anyhow, so this was stuff in the pipeline anyway. Ideally, I'll be rolling with the multi-part series next week as I record this. I am flabbergasted that there has yet to be a history of the Boshin War in English. But Anglophone historians of Japan talk at great length around it. We are, in Bob T. Wakabayashi's words, in haste to see the shogunate fall. Even esteemed figures in the field, no less than names like Marius Jansen, James Baxter, Edward Dray, seem to misunderstand it. It isn't surprising to me that this is the case, because it's a confusing conflict with a shifting set of combatants rather than a comparatively simpler bifurcation as with the American Civil War. While one side in the Boshin War, the nascent imperial government based in Kyoto and led by Satsuma, Choshu, and Tosa domains, remained constant, 
The other side did not. Japanese historians have been way ahead of the rest of us in recognizing this. Indeed, some of how I plan to structure this project is drawn from the analytical structure proposed by Ishii Takashi, who divided the war into three phases as a way of better understanding it. So I hope that this project will help not only lay people, but also my academic colleagues in better developing a deeper appreciation for the war. Given that this was the beginning of modern Japan, as scholars of Japan, I believe it behooves us to take that time and make that effort. Together, we're going to make that possible, and I'm so glad we can do it. So, thank you all for your support and for making this possible. I'm Nairi, and this has been Friday Night History. Now, questions? Friday Night History is a weekly historical romp with me, your favorite history dyke, Dr. Nairi A. Bakalian. Our theme is Buga Blue, written by Craig Friedrich, performed by the U.S. Army Blues, and available royalty-free at pixabay.com music. This and more is made possible by listeners like you. Support Friday Night History and the rest of my work by signing up to be a patron at patreon.com slash riversidewings. That's all for this week of Friday Night History. Next week, The Boshin War, Part 1. Hope to see you there. And remember, who you are and what lights your fire is worth fighting for. I'll see you around. <laughs>